I only called him Hunter once this video. I'm proud of myself and I can edit that one out. So are you proud I of mean, me? During the actual recording, you never called him Hunter. Yeah, okay. But like, it took me a while to be able to do that though. I have to like think about it before I do it. It's not conscious mm. yet. I believe you need to worry. <gasps> yeah, I just, I just call him Big Tree and then it's fine. Big Tree? <laughs> I'm Big Tree. That's why I changed my name to Big Tree in my own server. <laughs> Those that don't know, uh, Nikita's Mandalorian name is Oriveshuk, which is Big Tree. And it's because I got big hair. Being a big tree. I do love being a big tree. You think this hair is easy to maintain? I mean, you wake up like that. I woke up like this. Well, I woke up like this. Hey everyone, and may the force be with you. Nikita here, back with our new season. It is season two. We've got the whole squad here, and we are going to be debuting our boy Exotic. You may have heard him on the Force Facts episodes that we've been dropping on our little hiatus, and so you've got a little taste of of his uh his well i wouldn't say knowledge because he he ain't got no brain cells but you know you got a taste of, of his voice at least he he do sound pretty crisp i will say that but uh exotic is here he is going to give us uh just a, a little introduction on himself exotic take it away what's up my name's exotic you know my knowledge in star wars kind of just based around like video games it's like my favorite thing to talk about and disney canon it's kind of the stuff that i grew up watching other than that i'm probably the biggest nikita hater around uh, there's a couple you. contenders, but yeah, definitely still at whoa, least whoa, whoa. at least top three. Fuck both of you. That being said, though, uh, today's topic is going to be the golden age of Star Wars video games. Exotic, uh, we gave him point on picking the topic for his debut episode, and since this is the first episode of season two, we're going to basically kind of give him the reins for most of the show, and then, you know, just kind of add our asshole slash jackass inputs to the stuff that he has to say, but we're basically going to be talking about the, the Star Wars games from, like, the period of, like, 2000 to, like, 2012 or so, because that's, that's, like, when um The Old Republic was released, and I think that that was probably, like, the end of what, what we would all consider, like, the golden age of Star Wars games. Not that we have anything against like the well we do have stuff against the the specific games that have come out after that period but for the most part video games video games video games so um first thing i want to talk is like just probably the pinnacle of star wars games like kotor 2 probably in my opinion the best star wars game that has come out to date i mean like between the story gameplay and just all around lore aspect of it just absolutely insane in my opinion see that's one of my that's what i like about this period of games is like for the most part gameplay is pretty good uh definitely graphics wise like not as great as anything that's been released since but lore is is what really gets me i mean y'all know me i love to read books and shit but i i really do enjoy the lore aspect i don't think i i don't rate kotor 2 nearly as high as you do but like if i group kotors together then i definitely consider that like at least in my top five for sure 
don't know about my top three. I, I but you know, to be fair, I've only ever read the synopsis of Kotor two. I haven't actually played it. Play Kotor one was absolutely shocked shitless when I found out that you were playing Revan the entire time. Did not see that coming. And just for those of you who like have played like Kotor, I didn't play it when it was released or even close to release. I played Kotor for the first time in like twenty twenty, right when COVID started. I was like, yeah, you know, I might as well play this. Um, so what was the gameplay like for like people that might not have? heard of it or played it before so kotor 2 it was like almost like a turn-based like rpg because like you were pretty much just going through kind of like semi-open world you know they had to stay within their technical limits back then but it was pretty much just open world turn-based combat that was like the biggest thing but i really played it for the story just because you know nihilus is by far the best sith lord out there so you can't really beat him that's highly debatable very highly, so debatable. highly debatable i mean dude literally just sucks an entire room dry of fucking um so you're telling his... me you like to you like when dudes suck suck other things dry is that what you're, is that what i'm getting from this that's exactly what i heard. No, i was trying to put it in well, words to make you intrigued oh uh-huh mm-hmm, sure that's what they yeah, all that's... say yeah. Nah, man, you just straight up admitted that your favorite Sith Lord of all time is a guy who just sucks things off, and you love that. Go ahead. We know. No, I'm pretty sure. I was just, like I said, I was putting it in terms just so, you know, so you you're could saying relate to you it at least. Don't, you're saying you don't like the fact that he sucks things off. No, that's like his whole character design is, you know, absorbing the living force from other beings around him and feeding off of that power. So even though it's the major part of his character design, it's it's not something that you endorse. I mean, he can do whatever he wants in his pastime, but like I don't judge. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, you got Nihilus and Scion. I mean, both of them are just you know pretty high up on the tier list when it comes to strength, in my opinion. Okay, strength I could give you. Character wise, I don't know about that one. I feel like there are so many Sith lords that are just like better at being Sith lords than them. I mean, Scion actually perfected. You know, well, I wouldn't say perfected actually achieved immortality dude's just holding his entire body together just with the force i mean what about valkorian he's immortal what was his what was his this galaxy's name vishit darth vishit not to remind me on darth vishit vishit is the emperor of the like in uh the sith empire like from the oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah i knew that yeah i knew that name sounded familiar i just couldn't put a face to the name He's the one uh, that kills Revan. He doesn't yeah, even really kill there. Revan though, does he? Like he like Yeah, Revan gets out and then like don't they fight again and then he kills him? Maybe. I know he locks up Revan for like 300 years literally well okay, I not to not to bring back the Nihilus point, but he's literally sucking Revan off for like 300 years to take his power and shit. I thought he eventually killed him. I know I know Revan's kid. Maybe maybe he killed Revan's kid. He definitely killed at least one of the Revan line. I think so, but I don't think it was actually Revan. I, I I did I haven't finished the entire end game of the old republic yet. I know you end up fighting Revan again when like Vishit is is Valkorian and they end the like they enter the galaxy to take over with the Eternal Empire or whatever it's called. But like I don't know. I, I think a group of Jedi with uh fuck what's that other sith lord's name i use his i use his armor and tour he like teams up like the sith and the jedi team up to take out vishit yeah and it Revan. was um it was the jedi and i know talon was a part of it as well darth talon but they like team up and be like hey this guy's fucking maniac and going crazy let's fucking take this dude out and then he 
quote-unquote dies, but he kind of just becomes part of the living force as like a spirit, and then he comes back at some point. You know, I know you're not into Star Wars as much as we are, Bonk Bonk, but I think you might actually enjoy KOTOR to some degree because of how much you like D&D. It's very much like a like a and d esque game for sure. Like it's turn-based, but like a lot of the stats and stuff are very similar to a D&D playthrough. I do love me some turn-based games. It's worth doing, uh, like like playing, trying it. Like I didn't think I was going to like it for sure, but I, I fell in love with it. It was a little hard for me to get used to because the, the movement is kind of weird, but it, it's basically just like if your stat check beats their stat check and you hit the roll you win like i said it's very much a dnds game yeah plus you get all the the fun and quirky side characters that can join your party along the way like my favorite the uh sarcastic robot hk oh we love me some hk 47 me bag i love hk hk is probably like for sure like top three droids of all time for me in star wars Love me some HK. Oh yeah, for sure. So, well, we know that uh, Exotic is KOTOR 2. Winshi, what about you? What's your what's your top Star Wars game from that era? I already uh, know what you're going to say. God damn it. Well, of course, I'm going to say Republic Commando. <laughs> you know me with my all my Mando shit. Look, man, it's always and will forever be Republic Commando. If I had played Bounty Hunter, it might have been skewed. There might have been a little bit of a toss-up there, but I've only played a few games from that era. One being Jedi Starfighter, which, I mean, is not that great. And then, like, the Lego games and KOTOR on the iPad, which I don't think that really counts. And then no, it counts. It Republic counts. Commando. I'm, like, I'm, I'm jealous of you two to, like, some degree because, like, when it comes to KOTOR, Republic Commando, and LEGO, like, I didn't play those until well into my adulthood. Like, I did my first playthrough of Republic Commando in, like, 2019. I did my first playthrough of KOTOR in 2020, and then I didn't play the LEGOs until 2021 when Brick3PO gifted me the LEGO Skywalker Sagas. So, like, I didn't get to play those in, like, the the years when I, like, my formative years, but, like, I still love them, and I know I would have loved them when I was younger too so i love comedy like i love to laugh even though even though exotic thinks that i'm not funny even though i'm fucking hilarious i still i comedy and star wars together in the lego games was like peak star wars for me so i i actually i loved getting to play through the lego set for the first time but um yeah, I didn't get to do those through my formative years. Bonk Bonk, do you have any like Star Wars games of note that that you uh that you love? I feel like you were probably a Lego Star Wars player. Lego Star Wars on the Game Boy Advance. My only issue <laughs> though was my my brain was too small and I had no idea what was going on. So you were just playing it because it was Legos. Yep. <laughs> did you do any of the other like Lego series games, like the Harry Potter and stuff? Um, I did not because I'm pretty sure I lost my Game Boy not soon after I got well, the Lego Star Wars. Did you do? Was it on Game Boy or Game Boy Advance or Game Boy Advance SP? Game Boy Advance SP. I definitely lost the Game Boy Advance SP. I don't think I had a Game Boy Advance like the long flat one. I never had one of those. And then I think like for the most part, you guys can guess what my like favorite one is. I mean, like the the, the name it's the namesake of the the podcast, right? Like so, the Force Unleashed was definitely like my favorite thing, and it's just it was a lot that I got to do in that game because I like the I like the hack and slash style games where i just i am a character i'm overpowered i run in i I walk you down i spray you with force lightning and then just kind of you know watch the the cutscenes in between and enjoy myself you know when there's not a cutscene. so like the force unleashed was definitely like like peak for me um and i i also love the story of of galen star killer whatever you want to call him and it's one of the that game i played on the ps2 
And that shit had me shook. Now, the one thing that I was pissed off about is that, like, for, for the PlayStation players, you couldn't get the black lightsaber. I think, I think it was either Xbox or Xbox and Wii. Like, they could get the black lightsaber crystal, but you couldn't on PlayStation. I was like, this is fucked. But I still love the story. I also loved, I actually, as a game, I like Force Unleashed 2 more than the first one. Only because, like, you know, you have some, like, Starkiller background to go off of. And then you actually play the game and you're like, ah, they're continuing from the first game. But what I found out recently is that for Force Unleashed 2, both of those games, and I think that those are the only games outside of, like, some of the Old Republic that have books. The novelizations for... Force Unleashed is canon to Legends, but Force Unleashed 2 is non-canon to Legends. So the story of Force Unleashed 2, even though that there's a novelization for it, it's in the book timeline, it's not technically canon to that timeline, even though all of Legends is no longer canon, period. But I, I thought that that was an interesting thing that I found out recently, and I was like, oh, hmm, didn't know that. But Force Unleashed, definitely, like, my top one. The cutscenes in Force Unleashed 2 were probably some of my favorite cutscenes in some Star Wars games. Just like, you know... Seeing the uh, cloned Galen Merrick just kind of yeet Vader through like eight walls on Camino. It was kind of very great oh, yeah. scene in my opinion. I, yes, yeah, and the the other scene from Force Unleashed Two is when he's like in, they're like in the jungle or something. He's surrounded by like a bunch of uh, a bunch of stormtroopers, and then he does like the force like explosion, like the shock wave, and they just get like disintegrated. I was like, oh, this shit is dope. But I think if we're talking about cutscenes in general, especially from that period, I think that it, it, it's the last one from that period, literally on the cutoff year. But the Old Republic best cutscenes in all of Star Wars. Actually, you know what? I w- I would even say all of Star Wars games. I would just say all of Star Wars media as of now. Like, I don't think that there is any scene besides maybe, like, the Anakin scene from Ahsoka that, like, beat that as far as, like, a, a cutscene goes. Like, I, I think that the, the cinematics for the Old Republic are some of the best to have, or, or actually are the best to have ever been produced by, you know, Star Wars. Yeah, I think if I could just gather all the people that worked on those, like, cinematic trailers and everything like that. Just to make a movie, animated, I like or live action, I feel like it would be like the pinnacle of like anything Star Wars that has come out in the past like twenty decades. Absolutely, they could make they could make a movie, they could make animated series, and even it, like it was just I, I need it I need it done. Those things age so well. Like they're what almost they're they're twelve years old now. They age so well. They were ahead yeah, of their time. Like, yeah, just the cinematography and you know the saber fights in there were fucking amazing. Like the um fuck. It was, uh, what, Malgus versus Bastille and her master, and then Malgus's old master, I can't remember his name, fucking red guy. Fuck, what was his uh, name? Um, oh, uh, um, uh, Vindican, right? Like, Malgus and Vindican? Yeah. yeah. And it was Satil, and I always forget the person she was with. It's like Cow something. Cow Sindaric? Something like that? Sounds right. Yeah. Yeah, Cow Sindaric. Yeah. What was, what was his, he was, what's the, he was Zabrik. He was a Zabrik, right? Yeah pointy head motherfuckers but um that's like by far one of my favorite saber duels in all of star wars that's been like showed on screen it's like like actual pinnacle so uh exotic i have questions so you mentioned kotor and you know when she mentioned republic commando i mentioned force unleashed what other games of note do you uh do you like from that period do you think that are like hold the hold you know at least partial helm for like greatest star wars game of all time probably not the one of the greatest star wars game because you know it has its good and bad takes i mean i feel like uh just the clone wars game that uh 
came out, it was fucking always like bundled with fucking Tetris. That's how I remember it. It was just a vehicle combat game that kind of just holds a place in my heart just from the kind of nostalgia factor of it. It was just, in my opinion, such a fun game for what it was and when it came out. Because, I mean, like, you get to go around just fucking blowing shit up in a Republic gunship, a Republic fighter tank. Like, that's, like, some of the most fun things just to do. And there was even... You could just walk around as fucking Mace Windu, just completely blowing up Geonosians, because, like, the body physics in that game was so hilarious. I love games with some good ragdolling. That's, like, some of my favorite shit. So that's why I'm enjoying Assassin's Creed right now, because those bodies just be fucking flying. Yeah, it's not, it's not even, like, ragdolling. It's just, like, you hit them with your lightsaber, and, like, their arms, legs, wings just, like, start explode. They fucking pop off. It's hilarious. It's See, definitely a game. Yeah, it's definitely a game I recommend, like, everyone playing just at least once. What about you, Winchy? You got any other games from that period besides Bounty Hunter and Republic Commando of note? I played the Star Wars Lego prequel trilogy like game a lot. I played that game so much. I like 100%ed everything on that game as a kid. I loved playing as Lego, Lego Star Wars anything. Back then, I, I liked lightsabers more than I do now, but I was still like tending towards playing as the clone troopers for everything. So I would always do the or like replay the, the missions where you specifically needed to be clone troopers because that's all i wanted to do and I, I would unlock like every single one and i would play dress up as a little freaking clone trooper and all my different colors that i think they had like 12 different clone trooper colors in that that game at least yeah i'm right there with you like my brother was always like big into uh playing as like the jedis and like mace windu was one of his that uh, he always went to like i could just not stray away from either being a clone trooper or jango fett in those old games because i mean like you can't beat jango fett you just get to fly one of the fucking jetpack and dual blasters and that just always attracted me man you guys technically just... you can beat him if he gets run over by a rhinoceros monster and then his jetpack breaks and then he gets his hand cut off and then he gets his head cut off that's how you beat him but like i i hear what you're saying you guys have clone war slash mandalorian boners yes wait, wait hold mm. on you guys you guys want to hear a a actual like <laughs> uh you want to hear the the audio manifestation of a boner here you go <laughs> his reaction to that sound every time just makes me fucking giggle <laughs> oh the other game of note that i i wanted to mention from that time period that i also enjoyed not from like a, a gameplay aspect i guess but again from a lore aspect was the jedi like academy series like with kyle katarn and stuff like that because like that game made me fall in love with kyle katarn's lightsaber design and that's why i picked one up for myself oh yeah the uh like jedi outcasts where you actually play as kyle katarn was a great game but i feel like jedi knights academy was kind of like them perfecting it almost they still had like great saber combat in there and i mean you can't really beat just having your lightsaber out and walking up to an enemy and just not even swinging it and i'm just completely just getting disintegrated just because of the physics of the game so we've talked about like the golden age obviously so before we move on from that so from that period what are your top three exotic probably i see the old republic too okay public commando and then the Clone Wars game, just because of nostalgia and just has a special place in my heart. So before I ask Winchy what his is, why don't you rate KOTOR, like the first one, in any of that? I have a, you know, I really love fucking uh, Nihilus, so he that's one reason why KOTOR 2 is up there. Just regular KOTOR, um, I didn't play it as much as KOTOR 2, because, you know, I'm not that old, so kind of 
first played KOTOR 2 and then went back and played regular KOTOR. So I guess it doesn't really have as much like uh, nostalgia and like kind of doesn't really catch my eye as much as KOTOR 2 did. Okay, that's fair. See, I, I'm, I'm the exact opposite. I only played KOTOR. I haven't done 2 yet, but I will do 2 soon. I'm going to drag you in to play it with me so I, I, I get, you know, like the easy playthrough. Yeah, I'm always down to do playthroughs. It's so much fun. Uh, what about you, Wenshi? What are your top three? My top three are Republic Commando, of course. I love my boy, my boy Sev. And poor Sev, poor guy. Um, I like the the Lego Star Wars game, and probably Kotor. After that, I, I played on the iPad, but there there was one game I also played. Like I said, Jedi Starfighter. Uh, it was you played as like a N one for like a Nibu N one starfighter and you just like shot stuff down it was it was a fun game it was really hard for me as a kid i could never like beat the third or fourth level i was bad at flying spaceships back then it's a much different story nowadays but yeah okay and then i can assume that all three of bok bok's choices are going to be one of the lego star wars games did you play more than one lego star wars or did you did you play just one lego star wars pretty sure it was just one so he doesn't even have three options to choose from he's just got lego star wars hell yeah <laughs> do you the remember which one, one it was need. i don't i remember playing as r2d2 so because i think i got stuck on that level so probably something from the prequels then i'm pretty sure the only one that came out on uh game boy was like the like complete one that came with the prequels and the sequels yeah hmm. the the clone wars game came out for the 3ds but i don't i think um the only the only one for the, D, the ds or the game boy was the complete one my top three would be obviously force I, i'll group the force unleashes together so those those two are like my number one my number two is for sure the old republic just because like again i i i feel like i rate lore and content more than gameplay when it comes to star wars games just because of how i am with like information so definitely the old republic would be my number two and then my number three will be kotor because nothing will ever like i was genuinely shook when i found out that you rev it at the end like i remember streaming it on my twitch channel and playing and i was like holy shit i've been revving this entire time i had no clue I had no, everyone was like, you didn't know yet? You're a Star Wars fan? You couldn't assume that? No, no fuckers. I couldn't assume that. That shit yeah, still has me shook. It definitely was a pretty big bombshell whenever they dropped that at the end. But still, I mean, like, that's a great story just from KOTOR 1. And you, it pretty much just shows what Star Wars games can be. And they just haven't been showing that in recent games. And that that's a good segue into the, like the next part. So so how do you feel about I, I know like we've we've kind of like dubbed that period of time as like the golden age. How do you feel about the games now? Because like I have a bunch of mixed feelings about it, but I'm curious as to what you think about them. So I'm not a big like Souls type of game, like Souls gameplay type of guy. I mean, it's just not my cup of tea, really. Retweet. I mean, <laughs> I mean like those like you know graphics wise the games look amazing story wise they're pretty good but i don't think i feel like they've kind of just focused more on the graphics and the gameplay of the game and didn't really delve too deep into the lore and the backstory of you know um cal kestis and stuff like that like it doesn't go as deep as a dive as like the older games like kotor and stuff like that yeah i could definitely agree with that i'm also like i, I screamed retweet earlier but like i i'm of the same mind when it comes to the souls like stuff i i like i said i like hack and slash i want to just run forward mow you down spray you with lightning and then go on to like the next portion of the map but like if i have to spend mental power on parrying dodging all that shit fuck that dude fuck that i just want to fucking run forward with a lightsaber and just kill you but i i, I, I will say 
I mean, it absolutely is a skill issue. No, I fucking suck. I, the amount of times I died in Fallen Order is like it, I died so much in Fallen Order, and I was so pissed off for spending my money to having to like for spending my money to have to die that much that I just I did not play Survivor, the sequel to the game. Like I was just like, yeah, I'm not. I, I'll watch it. I'll watch other people play it. I'll watch other people suffer. I ain't finna do this shit. Nah, nope. And then Squadrons was eh. I feel the same way about the like the new Battlefront, but at least I feel like that one has the best playability for me. But I still yeah. feel like oh, you know what? And we completely, I I just completely forgot about we completely like glanced over the OG Battlefront two. That is definitely I don't think it makes my top three, but for sure my top five. Oh, I oh, yeah. shouldn't. Have, I should have put that as my number one or number two. I, I was being silly. Forget the yeah. Lego game. Forget Kotor <laughs> Battlefront two. Did you the Lego game? Oof. Put put the put the Lego game number three. But we're, we're putting we're putting Battlefront two as as number two. Maybe Battle- even number one on a on a good day. Battlefront two will always live at, like it has like it will always shine bright in my memories because. So just to give you guys like a, a little a little Nikita lore. So my best friend in middle school was uh so our, our middle school had this thing called the bench, and if you're on the bench, you it was basically like a perma detention sort of. And so he was on the bench and we had this English teacher named Mr. Conway. And God, that man is the, the nerdiest nerd that has ever nerded ever. And we, he knew how much I like Star Wars because I, I would always have my books and I would be reading them. And he was a big Star Wars fan. And Dennis, Dennis was a Star Wars fan, but not like a Star Wars lover like me and Mr. Conway were. And so we had this thing and he made a deal with Dennis where it was like, for if you can do like all your homework, get a whole bunch of checks for, uh, I think it was either a whole week or two weeks. Then after school one day, we can go to Mr. Conway's like English classroom and like have pizza. Like I brought my lightsaber so we could fight with the lightsabers and I brought my PS2 so we could play Battlefront 2. So there, there was like, we finally got to do it. We played Battlefront 2 with my English, my eighth grade English teacher. And it was just, it was the best time ever because like me and Dennis were like good at video games, but we did not think that some man, I think Mr. Conway was probably in like his like, like late twenties, early thirties at that point. And he was just dumpstering us in the combat, but it was so much fun. That game was great. The, the narration was fantastic. The gameplay was awesome. The lore was good. That, that was, that was a good game. I feel like they did not do that game justice when they like made the new Battlefront. It's just, it just, it doesn't need to be named Battlefront. I feel like they have not i won't say ruined the battlefront name but they definitely they definitely didn't do it justice from a from a combat perspective i think they did it justice the the actual gameplay of battlefront 2 is very good the shooting the animations the the heroes all of that is really good the problem with battlefront 2 was like the eaification of it where it's just little microtransactions and the game service is like not being supported the way it should and they just kind of like dumped it in your hands and they're like yeah all right we're done well this will make money they don't actually like care about the product but they do have a lot of content in there that you can play unfortunately nowadays like even though it's not that old of a game it's like full of hackers and whatnot so it's not really worth playing if you actually want to have a good time 
you might as well just play the galactic contention mod for squad and get a real oh, fun here experience he goes. like i yeah. discovered look man <laughs> i played it last night it was so amazing those orbital bombardments actually were terrifying i felt like i was in a war zone but it was all clones and droids man i was watching him Republic. play that it was great no it, it actually looks like a great it's definitely all over my head and definitely above my skill cap but like it was it was it was actually really fun to watch because it was pretty cool but what i'm hearing is we're all downloading it and going to play it, right? Because I've never yes. played it before. Yes, play. Come oh, play with me. We Be could. My squad. Uh, we could all get it. We could. Uh, we could stream to the Force Unscripted new Twitch channel. <laughs> yeah, we should. We should do that. Oh yeah. Was this like, the game Squad? But yeah, it's, it's a it's a mod for Squad called Galactic Contention that remade literally the entire video game to make it. 100% Star Wars. How much does it cost? Uh, it was like 50 bucks for the squad game. 50 fucking... You're gifting it to me, right? We'll <laughs> see. If you're actually going to play with me, I get to do that other game and you still haven't played it with me much. Okay, but no, I've been trying to. <laughs> you can't say there hasn't been effort on my part. Uh, ah! 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 <laughs> um but yeah no uh okay i see what you're saying about battlefront i you know I, to be honest with you i i only put about maybe four to five hours into that because it just wasn't what i wanted at the time i guess i feel like squadrons had a good premise but the execution was bad and then they they um, released it free so for free so that like confirmed it for me because like i don't know like i feel like the other star wars games that were really good have never been offered for free so see i think squadron was actually okay like the flying was was pretty decent it's not amazing but it is like star wars flying the the online like is is pretty good and the story actually like shows you what happens during operation cinder so you actually get the context for why jakku looks the way it looks in the force awakens why there's star destroyers and whatnot you know just lying across the surface of that planet it goes into depth into that so it does actually have story elements that are um crucial to canon like knowledge or timeline and whatnot that might be what puts me off then because uh, i'm not saying that it's like canon timeline is bad or anything i just haven't done anything into it besides movie slash show media for it because i've been so obsessed with just finishing the legends stuff i think i'm like 87 88 done with that timeline i've only got less than 20 books left to read so i think that that may be why i think maybe my opinion of it might change once i start delving into reading more canon you know information and and lore and stuff maybe then it, it might pique my interest but for right now like if i had to give that game a rating out of 10 it'd be like a five and a half six yeah the game from what I, I played it for like maybe an hour but i'm not a big simulator kind of guy that's basically what it is it's just a flight simulator just star warsified but yeah, i definitely get like the story aspects that you could go after i uh, see and i'm a i love oh so you can you use your sims. setup with that yes i do use my setup with that oh see okay so for those of you who don't know when she's set up is actually fucking insane like i'm jealous of it he has like his the front of his computer like where he sits at his desk actually looks like the inside a starship like it, it's crazy yeah i have a specifically for squadrons my throttle and my right stick functions perfectly for that game can you do like the head tracking and stuff for that too uh yeah oh yeah see that's dope like that he, does he, vr he, he has a setup to where like if he turns his head so will the character in the game like he i watch him play star citizen sometime and that is fuck it, it's i typically don't like watching someone else play video games unless like you know like content cutscenes and that kind of stuff but i will sit there 
and I will watch him play that game just because it looks so cool to see him with his joystick controllers and all the fucking flips and buttons. And sh- I will sit at his 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 desk and just fucking hit buttons for like five minutes just with a fucking smile on my face like I'm a fucking gremlin. He do. He's done it. It's happened. <laughs> I watched it and it's definitely a gremlin smile. <laughs> I be living my best life when I sit at your computer. If I'm not fucking, he'll leave his Discord open and I'll go and I'll just start messaging shit in other servers. <laughs> He's a menace. I can't like leave him alone for for thirty freaking seconds. He's finally learned to lock his computer. The last time he did, I went and I was trying to like he had walked out of his room and like I walked right past him. In I tried to go in and like message him and I fucked up and I hit my knee under the the like the little small platform that holds one of his joysticks and i hit my knee so bad i thought that like my kneecap got dented it hurt so bad i cried hard metal man you spin the chair and you slam right into it i've done it so many times <laughs> shit fucking hurts i do all right exotic did you have anything else you wanted to add video games wise um, not that i can really think of at the moment i think that that period of time was great for star wars games especially for our generation millennials specifically i just feel like the games these days have not necessarily been targeted at millennials if that makes sense like one thing that and when she is the one who made me aware of this was when episode nine was coming out the somehow palpatine has returned the, the the infamous scene you know like it was dropped in Fortnite, which i feel like some millennials like people closer to our age towards the end of the millennial generation would play stuff like Fortnite. like i play Fortnite occasionally but i feel like most millennials don't it's like a definitely like a gen z zoomer type of game i like i understand trying to appeal to your younger audience but the, the people who love star wars the most right now are not the older old crowd the people who had the originals like were alive for the original releases and it's not necessarily the uh, the younger crowd either because i feel like i mean bonk bonk said it one episode too is they kind of missed on on the the younger generation too they needed to hit the group that was in love with hayden christensen and and mcgregor for their roles as obi and annie and i feel they they didn't hit that and you can even see hayden christensen reprise his role as anakin slash darth vader for the kenobi series like the amount of love that he got from millennials compared to the hate that he got from the generations older than us when the prequels came out was just the, the juxtaposition between those two moments in star wars history was phenomenal yeah well first off we're not all millennials here all right i'm definitely not a millennial you're not a zoomer either though you're in that weird in between just like hunter no, is I'm, or just I'm like gen z. oh no, gen z. he's a zoomer How oh you're you? a zoomer 24 yeah wait, he's a zoomer wait what that puts you at 99 right no well i'll be 24 next month but so okay he's so you're a, oh, oh, born oh, in oh, you're two, okay yeah. okay yeah you're definitely yeah, a zoomer then but you're more mm-hmm. mature than the Zoomer crowd is. I'm, I'll give you that one. You are not a typical Zoomer. That's kind of weird, but okay. Why is it kind of weird? I don't know. I've just never been told that. I mean, you're pretty level-headed compared to most. You're more level-headed than me, and fuck, I'm a millennial. Plus, it's really weird for you to actually give me a compliment, so. You know what? Fuck you. I'll take it back then. You're a piece of shit, and you smell like beef. Yeah, I mean, that's a little bit more on the Kata brand, but we'll work well, on it. You, you would know, huh? Because you, you say you're a hater, but I'm convinced that you're a fan. You're a fan? Exotic, you a fan? Mm definitely not a fan i kind of just like hate subscribe to you on twitch you hate subscribe so so you hate me so much you give me money hate me more <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if i can go anymore to be honest <laughs> all right everyone that has been our first episode of the second season it was great to finally get get into the second season with our boy exotic here he's he's going to be a great addition to the cast we're looking forward to the future episodes with him too even though he he calls himself a, a nikita hater we know he's a fan 
but he has been uh he has been absolutely wonderful it's been nice to have someone else join the podcast who is also knowledgeable about star wars and and he, he him and hobbs are definitely not the same person but as someone who is also knowledgeable in the canon timeline it's nice to have some juxtaposition between me and hunter who we we do have some canon knowledge but you know definitely we lean more towards the the legends timeline when it comes to stuff but exotic do you have anything to say to our listeners before we close out this first episode of the second season just glad to be here to be honest i mean i love talking about star wars and this kind of gives an outlet so happy to be here so yeah everyone be sure to follow us on our new twitch channel the force unscripted you know the name of this podcast very easy to find we will be doing our live recordings on there so feel free to come by come ask questions be sure to give us a follow to support we also on twitter formerly known as x at force unscripted no the be sure to give us a follow there if you can and of course we're available on all major podcasting platforms such as spotify apple music pandora samsung many more platforms and just by looking up the force unscripted we're easy to find so be sure to follow and stay tuned for our continuing weekly updates every tuesday of force facts and be ready for our second season in full throttle we'll be having some guest stars we've got a lot of stuff planned new segments for our bonus episodes everything so everyone may the the force be with you peace out girl scouts and we will catch you on the next episode